Hi, hola, como esta, and however you say hello all around the world. Welcome to For the Unseen and Unheard podcast, where your voice can be heard and you can be unapologetically you. On today's episode, we will be discussing personal freedom. As a parent, as a parent, your job is to protect your child, and it is easy to want to keep your child isolated and and sheltered. However, you can't you can't isolate them forever. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree with that. Personal freedom, personal freedom can come. Uh, can come with personal responsibility and one of the main factors about personal freedom that is needed for it to work is trust now trust can be um, a two way street both the child and the parent have to trust each other the parent uh, the parent has to trust that everything you taught your child has stuck and the child has to trust that the parent has their best interest. Exactly. Um, I feel like a lot of times when um, when it comes to personal freedom, um, the child can sometimes uh, want it too quickly. They don't really understand personal freedom they just want it because they see everybody else want it yeah and um I mean if you want to chime in you can chime in whenever you want okay and um personal freedom can be uh limiting limiting excuse me limiting according to the situation the child is in with their parents. For example, um, certain type of uh, like schedules and hours for going out with friends or something of that nature. A parent could uh, limit their child to maybe not going out at a certain time or a certain day for like Saturday at 10 p.m. you can't go out this day but on Friday you can go out at um, 8 p.m. I definitely feel like that's a good way to start with personal freedom um, giving them like time restriction but eventually you're going to have to let the child kind of create their own personal freedom based off your based off your restrictions kind of like um like you said going starting off by like saying oh you can go out at um you can go out with your friends from 9 30 to 11 30 you can start off with that but eventually you're gonna have to be like okay if you leave out at 9 30 just be back by the time you know by one or two o'clock in the morning. Exactly. So that you won't have, like, it won't be, you're loosening up the reins a little bit and allowing them to test the waters by themselves. And another um, personal freedom for children is maybe making their own decisions for maybe dress code, how they want to dress and express how they look, maybe like, you know, like dyeing their hair or something like that. Definitely self-expression is a great form of uh, personal freedom. When you think about it, um, allowing your child to, you know, pick their hair color once they start high school, or allowing your child to, you know, pick their outfits for the school year, if you know, if you don't go to a school that has a uniform, because I know that was the one thing that I was really excited about um, going going into high school, being able to um, express myself freely. Yes. 
um, I think that one thing that does have to be understood is that personal freedom is not given it is earned so keep in mind that um, once you are given personal freedom don't take advantage of it use it use it use it to your advantage and to better yourself exactly another form of personal freedom could be um, maybe listening to certain musics because certain family households don't allow certain content to be viewed by their children maybe due to um, ethnical or religious backgrounds so um, that can also be taken away as said before yes definitely Um, that also goes with um, the television that you know you allow your child to watch Um, I know growing up um, I didn't really have that much restriction on TV, but, you know, of course, the normal things, you know, like the X-rated channels yes. were off limits. Um, when I went to certain family members' houses, you know, the music that, the you know, secular music that I would usually listen to was not allowed, you know. Um, but, I mean, that's all in growing up and, um respecting your personal freedom which is another thing that I wanted to talk about um, it's very important to remember that the number one thing to keep in mind is to never forget your morals and your val- values and always respect yourself and others when it comes to your personal freedom um, I know a lot of times when um, you're not in your parents' supervision, you can kind of forget how your parents raised you. Yeah. Um, and I say that that's a bad thing because, you know, it, yeah. it happens to all of us. You know, you kind of forget those little lessons that you were taught, you know, some of the rules that you would normally follow when you're in your parents' youth um, supervision. Exactly. Yes, when um, participating in certain um, activities, like going out clubbing or to certain parties, sometimes when we're in that element, we forget the rules and that our parents told us sometimes like not drinking too much or leaving your drink unattended or um you yeah know, i know trust- that's what uh, yeah. the you know partying and drinking and stuff my parents yes were definitely not as lenient as i wanted them to be but um it was all for my protection because you know at you know at 16 17 you really don't you really don't understand you know what alcohol is and the effects of alcohol you just you want to do it because you see you know you see how your friends doing it you don't really understand the effects that you know certain drugs have on your you know on your development or or your brain exactly um and it's said that the brain doesn't stop developing until the age of 25 absolutely um which is I want to bring up the fact that um, it is it's definitely okay to restrict your child from you know drinking and partying but um, I definitely believe in not not pushing it to the back burner and just not talking about it it has it has to be a conversation yeah um, because we're gonna it's gonna happen whether you approve of it or not it's going to happen and i would i mean for me personally when i have children i would personally rather it be a conversation 
between me and my child instead of them going out and experiencing it on their own and something absolutely horrible happening. Exactly. I think that communication between the parents and their children is pertinent. It is very important because um, the child is going to learn, you know, the ways of the world in the household or outside of the household. So it's better for the parent to instill values and help protect them from the things that can happen in the world. Um, one of the ways um, that you can build um, build trust with your parent um, when it comes to personal freedom is proving proving to them that you can be trusted. You know, yes. No parent is going to allow their child to go out with their supervision, go out without their supervision if they're constantly not showing them that they can be trusted. If they're constantly putting themselves in situations where they could potentially get harmed. Yes. Um, And that is some things that certain uh, youths do you know getting involved in um, misconduct and delinquent activity and that is something that can break bonds and trust within parents and their children so really being on the best behavior that a child can be and you know going to school and not getting any type of truancy or uh you know, not attending the classes or failing classes is important, is to put put your foot forward and try to um, achieve the best that you can and excel. Um, very good point. Um, it is also very important not to rush your personal freedom, your, well, rush your freedom in general. Um, one thing that I've learned with personal freedom is that too much personal freedom can be scary can be a lot to handle Um, parents can be really strict but if you think about it in a way how would you feel if your parents didn't restrict you or didn't let, let you do whatever you wanted would you feel you wouldn't feel as safe or as protected as you as you feel at this moment? Exactly. I know a lot of times, um, a lot of people that I know grew up wishing they listened to their parents or followed their parents' rules because it would have saved them a lot of the trouble and heartache that they had to go through. Yes. And our parents can be teachers because they've already went through um, the experiences that we're going through or that we've been through. So it is important to listen to them. They do have a knowledge and an understanding of life that um, younger people do not have. Um, For parents, it is also really important to remember that um, teens will do pretty much anything to gain personal freedom. So use it as a um, use it as a teaching tool. Don't just give it out willingly. Make them earn it. You know, make them do stuff around the house or, you know, make them help out in the community as a form of personal freedom. Exactly. Um, something else for personal freedom should be to 
I don't know. Sometimes parents can be very um, kind of coddling or in, um, there's a better word for this, um, overbearing. And they do everything for their children, like, and they won't let them make their own decisions. So like allowing, allowing your child to maybe like order their own, you know, is also um, helping for a child to have personal freedom. Um, absolutely. Um, and it is it is perfectly fine if you're that type of parent that does coddle their child and you know do everything for their child. Because I have yes. a, I, my parents were like that. Um, but you have to remember that is going to hurt them in the long run because they're they're not going to be with you 20 30 years from now they're going to have to move out on their own and if they grow up with you doing everything for them that they're not going to know how to do anything by themselves that's correct and also remember that personal freedom can also be great for mental health um Coddling your child, you know, and keeping them close to you is great, but um, you have to let you have to let them go so that they can learn what they like and what they want in life. Yes. This is a very interesting topic. There's so many um, ways to allow a child to have personal freedom. They're not exactly coming to my mind as quickly as I would like them to be, but um, another what is another way to? Personal freedom can also um, go with allowing them to um, deal with friend, um, deal with relationship problems or personal problems on their own. Um, I know a lot of times parents um, will love to, you know protect and provide but um, not everything not every problem um, needs a parental how do you say this a parental not everything needs your parental advisory right? yes yeah sometimes um it's okay to let your child, you know, if they if they're having problems with their friends, it's okay to let your child, you know, deal with it on their own. Let them talk it out. Um, That's correct. Um, allowing a child to make mistakes and yes, have personal growth. Um, Having personal freedom also um, comes with allowing your child to have their own voice. Um, I know a lot of times children, as as a parent, when your child speaks up for themselves, it can be seen as disrespectful, which I do not agree with at all. Because I feel like it's kind of contradictory because you tell your child hey, if somebody is, you know, if you feel like somebody is treating you unfairly, don't be afraid to speak up. But when that situation applies to you as the parent, you got to say, oh, you know, speaking up for yourself is disrespectful towards me. Exactly. 
um, allowing your child to, you know, have an opinion on what goes on in the house is definitely a part of personal freedom. Um, if you allow your child to, you know, have allowing your child to have um, an opinion on the house could be like um, deciding what to eat, correct? Yeah, like deciding what to eat or you know, if there's an issue going on with you know, a certain family member in the household. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Allowing them to, you know, join in on that conversation can can be very helpful with personal freedom because you know you don't want to withhold stuff like that um from them just because it that's it'll create a divide in the house. Um And by sharing that information, uh, it can strengthen the bond within the family. Very much also. so. And going back to um, um. Another personal freedom could be allowing children or your child to use social media accounts to maybe Uh, express themselves or something. um, I feel like social media accounts uh, can hinder and help. Correct. Me too. Um, I feel like social media accounts, first of all, the whole social media thing I feel as though social media for any child shouldn't be used until until high school yes simply because this the social media thing can be a lot to handle if you don't know how to use it properly um but yes letting your child you know have a you know start social media accounts you know with your supervision of course um because yes. i believe there are like um functions on certain apps where you can um control your child's um social media helps pop correct yeah or what they're posting yes and like certain restrictions for uh kind of like youtube has a restriction for certain um, mature content yes um, yes also privacy is a big thing with personal freedom yes um, it is okay to let your child have a little bit of privacy they are yes. it is very okay now when I say privacy I mean allowing your you know allowing your child to close their door mm-hmm. if they want to if there's you know more than one child um more than one sibling in the house or um allowing your child to you know have locks on their phones if they need if they need to um but yes. of course you know always if you if you feel uncomfortable with your child having um, a lock on their phone or electronic device um, it's okay to um, ask for the passwords um, you also have to respect that the child um, privacy you know because that's how we that's how you build trust and that's how you build communication skills with your child allowing them to um come to you you know if they have if they you know want to share something with you because not you know not everything is meant to be shared some stuff they do want to keep um private for themselves when private you know 
but of course if you feel like there's you know they're doing you know they're going to harm themselves or you know anybody else of course all rules go out the book you know all rules go out the window and you, you know you go check And also checking on your child, um, specifically when um, as we grow up, we go through different changes, chemistry changes. So we have to always monitor what our children are thinking and what's going on. Maybe at school, at maybe if they have they're working their part-time job, we have to make sure what's going on and that they're in a clear headspace and they're not feeling any type of um, depressing thoughts or any thoughts of self-harm. Yes, and um, another thing that um, that I want to talk about is respecting your child's um, feelings and opinions when it comes to, you know, that allowing your child to have their own opinion um, when it comes to personal freedom. Um, I feel like a lot of times um, as parents, we dismiss as a parent, you will dismiss your child's um, feelings and opinions. Yes. And it's, it's you don't, well, I know some parents don't do it intentionally. Um, but it's always important to not dismiss your child's um, feelings, feelings and, and opinions because they're yeah. there. It's at that age, it's very important for you to, you know, hear your child and understand exactly. your child. And certain things at that age, maybe um, kind of like dating when they have their first breakup. And um, that's going to be very difficult. That's very difficult. And um, it may seem like the world is going to end and everything. But when uh, a child is at that age frame, they don't really think they're going to eventually have other relationships and other uh, things that are going to be more important than their first high school love or what have you. So, oh. oh, you can finish. Um, so, um, being a little empathetic with your child is going to be as helpful and for their personal growth and them uh, being on the road to personal freedom. Freedom. Um, we should also talk about setting clear, uh, clear and fair family rules. Um, clear family rules um, about behavior and communication and socializing will help your child understand where their limits are and what and what you expect. Um, I know some parents' favorite line is because I said so. Um, That is... That's not a... That's not a clear answer. If uh, your child asks you a question or questions one of your rules. If if your child asks you, oh, why can't, you know, my younger siblings wash the dishes why do I have to wash, wash the dishes saying because I said so is not an answer yeah that's another form of dismissing their you know opinion or feelings um, how do you expect you know a child to learn you know what their you know what you expect from them if you're always just oh because I said so or you know I'm I'm grown I can you know I do what I want because I'm grown yeah and giving ex- excuse me giving explanations for um 
why the child should do what they should, should do. For example, the um, the uh, excuse me, the the example that Passion was talking about for the dishes. Um, a parent could say, "Well, you should do the. I would like for you to do the dishes because you're um older than your sibling, and you will probably have you'll probably have to do this for." your children in the future so you should do the dishes because um, you are even just say you know i you know i need you to do the dishes because you know your your symbols are longer and they are you know sharp objects in the sink that can possibly cut them you know give it an escalation don't just oh i told you so and leave it alone um Setting those um, fair, you know, setting those rules can also keep your child safe as they, you know, go on and try new things. Um, we should also talk about helping your child um, develop skills for decision making. Um, I know that was a big thing for me, Um, learning how to, you know, decipher, you know, through certain things and make certain decisions about something, you know? Yeah, Um, me too. That was a big thing as well. One of the things that my parents taught me is that um, every action has a so, you know, make sure that your child knows when it comes to decision making. Definitely. That every action has a reaction and every sequence has a consequence. So, yes. yeah. So just, you know, make it very clear that, you know, when you're, you know, you are going out that every decision you make you know affects you in the future mm-hmm. yes that is true um and holding uh sorry, excuse me, and the child holding themselves to a higher esteem, such as, for example, um, when out with friends, or, you know, maybe like you're taking public transportation and you're on the back of the bus, maybe not argue and yell and use such foul language because you never know who's, like, listening or watching, maybe like a future employer or a future teacher or something like that. So, with the personal freedom the teenagers should have they should uh you know personally know that they are a reflection of their own family yes yes and you know just being on best behavior is just very important because trouble is easy to get into but hard to get out of that's something that i've learned at a very younger age and it's something that follows all the way through life. Um, you can help your child develop and practice this skill by working through some basic steps together when they have decisions when they have decisions to make. Um, the first thing that you can do is find out um, find out about differences of difference of opinions. For example, your child might not might need to decide on their electives um, for school, right? Um, yeah. They may have an Italian art, an Italian class, an art class, a music class, or um, a science class, and how just helping them, you know, which leads me to number two: help talking about the pros and cons of the different opinions. For example, you know, like I said, your child might you know, have all these different electives that they want to, you know, pursue in school. Um, 
And so helping your child, you know, see the pros and the cons, the goods and the bads about each elective can be uh, really helpful. Um, Number three is correlates with number two weigh weigh up the pros and cons to make the best decision um one thing that i always did in high that you know my teachers always did with you know their students in high school is they did the pros and cons sheets yes um and of course you know the pros and cons sheets but you know if you have more pro whichever one has more pros you should probably go with that um, brainstorm what to do what to do if things don't go according to plan for example um, let's say your child decides to ask you to go to the movies with a friend um, that friend mother uh, you drop your child off to, you know, to the movies and the friend's mother is supposed to pick you guys up and drop you guys off. Go through with your child, you know, what to do if, you know, if, what to do if that doesn't happen or, if, you know, yeah. something doesn't go to plan. Like, do, do we call mom and see if she can come pick you up? Do we, you know, get on the bus and come back home? Um, and also, last but not least, give your child feedback on how to handle the process. Um, like I said, you know, it has to be a conversation, a back and forth. Listen to your child. Once your child is, you know, done, explaining their part, give them feedback um, so that they'll know if they made mistakes or if they didn't make mistakes, where they where they can prove where they did good. Yes. And giving encouragement also. That's also um excuse me. That's also a way to uh help with personal freedom. So encouraging um the child to even make their own uh lists or um, pros and cons, yeah, pro, pros and cons lists or Venn diagrams or like brainstorming because, um, and it's really important to uh, write down a lot of things or maybe like keeping a personal journal. Yes, for, I definitely agree with keeping a personal journal. Yes, for um, just to uh, document um, growth and what is le- what is being learned and just personal feelings and stuff because sometimes we uh, need to put to words what we're feeling throughout the day and it's good to be able to review uh, what we're thinking and stuff okay um, going back to um, conflict resolution with personal freedom um Managing conflict constructively with teen, with uh, independent preteens and teenagers is also very important. Um, young people are working on their um, personal I- own identities and finding where they fit in the world. Yes. Um, a child is a child is likely. I know a child is... Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, okay. I just got sidetracked. You're fine, sorry. A child is likely to want more control over things like socializing, behavior, and appearance as a part of this process. Your child might test boundaries and question people they see as authority figures, which um, should definitely be allowed. Allow your child to question things that they feel are unfair or things that they don't understand because at the end of the day that's how that's how they learn. They learn by asking questions. You know, if they see an adult doing something that they believe is morally wrong, it 
allow them to, you know, ask, why are you doing this? Or, you know, there was is there, you know, a different way that you could have done that? Yes. Also, allow your child to, you know, test the boundaries a little bit, you know. Allow your child to challenge you to a certain extent. Allow, allow your child to ride that line between, you know, um, you know, that being disrespectful and having their own voice. Yes. And children are likely to um, be disobedient when they don't feel like they have any personal freedom. So they're going to go out into the world and try to make their own mark and have their own voice. So giving by um, giving the voice or allowing the child to have a voice eliminates the whole um, disobedience and uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, very much so. A positive approach to managing conflict with teenagers can strengthen their relationships as well as help your child develop important skills for independence. I agree with that. Um, We should also remember that, you know, it has to be a balance um, between, you know, letting your child have personal freedom and also giving them, you know, structure as well. Um, a child does need to feel safe and secure and, you know, have structure in their life. You know, you can't just let them, you know, yes. go freely in the world. Um also remember to show your child love and support Um, you can show love and support by taking a genuine interest in your child's interests and hobbies and friends you know take time to you know get to know your child's friends take time to you know learn what your child likes and what your child is into I know several I know a lot of parents that you know go through 18 years without knowing a single thing about their child like absolutely nothing like not knowing you know what food they like what you know what shoes they like what clothing brand they like what music they like um and that can create a disconnect between the the parent and the child I agree with that um so going back to communication and uh maintaining a relationship with the child so um it is possible to give too much personal freedom too yes it is definitely possible to give uh too much personal freedom which is something that you you do have to watch make sure that you know you're not allowing your child to just walk all over you you know um another thing to keep in mind is to make time to listen to your child when they need to talk um and this is another way that you can create that um relationship that healthy relationship between you and your child when it comes to personal freedom um allow your child to you know Vent, you know, not every not every time your child talks to you, they need advice, or you know, sometimes they just need you to. They just need somebody to li- to listen to them. Exactly. Um, like I said, give your child space and privacy. Being up under your child 24-7 is not going to help them in life. It is not. Um, because they are gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be dependent on you when they're you're gonna have a 30-40 year old depending on you when when they're supposed to be, you know, out on their own. 
Exactly. You know, last but not least, always, um, well, not always, but, you know, every now and then regularly say, you know, I love you to your child, you know, give them positive affirmations to make them feel good about themselves. That's very important. And hugging, because it said that I heard on the radio one time that it said need a lot of hugs as people because not and not just because it's comforting because but uh it is a uh a form of bonding i didn't and i didn't know this either that how important it is to hug your child and family members and stuff yes so. it's, de- it's definitely important um at that you know, at that very, you know, tender age to love on your child, you know, show them that, you know, there is somebody in this world that cares about them. Yeah. And um, to go back on the part with uh, not giving too much, for example, there's a plant. If you put too much water in the plant, it's gonna kill the plant. So, absolutely. Um, giving too much of that person, giving too much freedom, is not gonna be good in the long run. So, just to reiterate, um, the structure structure is very important. Uh, setting certain rules and guidelines and um, just expectations for your child will uh, help with personal growth and personal freedom because the world has rules yes (laughs) you know you have to you have to teach a child that you know the the rules in the world are way more harsh than the rules that are at home Exactly. Um, independence in preteens and teenagers with additional needs. Um, for preteens, with for parents with teenagers or preteens that have additional needs, reaching that full independence may take a little bit longer for for those children. Um, achieving independence can be harder if your child spend many years being dependent dependent on others so like you know if you have a special needs child just remember to um be patient um and work work with them every day on it um well that also goes with encouragement too Yes, encourage them to be more independent, you know. Don't, you know, don't hinder your child. Exactly. And um, to add on to uh, what Passion was saying, for uh, certain special needs children, um, they are... Uh, they're supposed to be um, tended to. I think that's a better that's a word. They're supposed to be tended to um, um, diligently, uh, very uh, really looking at them close and uh, helping them to make certain decisions so that they can feel like they're growing and have a personal freedom because uh, as I can imagine I feel like uh, maybe certain um, children with uh, incapacities and disabilities special needs may feel like they're just being treated as a child and they're never they'll never be able to have um, a growth process or be able to kind of be like their peers and people other people so uh, helping them and uh, just really supporting is very important 
having a support system. Yes. Um, another thing um, for parents, do not use your child's personal freedom over their heads. Don't don't put that over their heads. You know, just because you know you're angry at you know the world or you know your child may have you know done something that was your your child may have done something small that was wrong, right? That yeah. does not mean that you just completely take away that personal freedom. I've seen so many videos on, you know, social media of parents taking their child's doors, you know, or taking their child's phone because they didn't, they didn't do the dishes when you, at the exact moment you told them to. Or even worse, um, when parents sometimes and some of the videos I've seen on social media embarrassing their children and as a form of thinking that they're going to make an example of their child yeah I just don't agree with that but videos of you filming your child you know being punished because at the end of the day that also it makes you look just as bad exactly um But that is it for today. Thank you for listening. And remember to love yourself and dream bigger. And dream, love yourself and dream bigger. Never forget who you are and focus on being the best you can be. Exactly. And have a good night. Have a great night.